Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Break It Down for Brackens podcast. I'm Kevin Brackens. I have always wondered, what exactly is the city manager? What do they do? What are they responsible for? Lucky for me, I know Daryl Hanson. Daryl is the city manager for Charlestown, West Virginia. Let's listen as he breaks it down for Brackens. Hey, Daryl. Thanks for being on the podcast. Happy to be here. That's great, man. Thank you very much. So what's really great, I want to put a little bit of backstory to this podcast, is that Daryl and I have met once and twice before, once for a pre-meeting for the podcast, and then once we actually recorded it. And I've, as many of you know, I sort of kind of come up with the idea for the content of this podcast about a year and nine months ago, and the trials and tribulations of putting it together, figuring out sound editing, I managed to delete his disc with all of his podcast on it. So hilariously, and uh, thankfully, we are back here uh, recording again. So thank you, Daryl. No, I'm happy to do that. Uh, you know, this gives me a chance to uh, to practice my answers the last time. So Yeah, sure, no problem. Cool. So, Daryl, being the city manager of Charlestown, I feel that that position may be um, misunderstood. Maybe people don't understand what a city manager does. So how could you break down a, maybe an elevator pitch on what the position is? Yeah. And I think you're right, Kevin. I think a lot of people do think that a city manager is somehow, you know, elected leader. In, in many ways, maybe they think of the city manager as being the, the mayor, and that's not true at all. So the, the, basically the role of the city manager is you're the chief administrative officer for the city, and you're empowered to basically run the programmatic aspects of the city, whether that's the community development department, whether that's our public works department. Uh, here in Charlestown, we have our Charlestown Utility Board as well. I mean, these all programmatic functions report up and through the city manager. And then my responsibility is to um, assist the city council in carrying out their their policy wishes. So, so I take care of the administrative issues. They deal with the policy issues. They direct me in terms of what it is that they want me to do and uh, it's my responsibility to make sure that I get the resources in place to do that. In Charlestown we do also obviously have a police department as well. It's a little bit different in terms of the reporting relationship for a police department. Some communities have that reporting up through their city manager but in Charlestown that's not the case. It reports up through our, our mayor. Okay so that was a very good description and it had a lot of things that I have questions on in there. The, so the chief administrative officer gets the reports from the sporadic departments, which we'll cover in a second, but you answer to city council and the mayor. And the city council and the mayor, is that, that's basically the same component of each other? They're together? Yeah. In, in Charlestown, it's all part of what they call the common council. So basically, the elected officials, mm -hmm. city council and the mayor, they're the ones who hire their city manager. They hire and they fire the city manager. That's one of the primary responsibilities of a, of a council. Okay, great. Okay, great. So then... You mentioned that uh, the programming of the city, and that includes public works. It includes, um, you said financial or did community you development. We we'll also, okay. yeah, we also have all the, um, yeah, so the the administrative functions of any organization. You'd have a finance department, an accounting finance department. You've got purchasing responsibilities. You've got uh, fleet management. Uh, you've got communications, information technology. So all of those administrative aspects. And then I, I kind of put the other stuff in a more programmatic area, like public works, community development, Main Street, downtown development, uh, parks and recreation, police department. Right. So if there's one thing I've learned 
and speaking to people who've run for office or people who've held a, a public position, is that um, it takes a long time for change to happen, specifically mm -hmm. when it comes to policy on city council or commission, county commissions and stuff like that, even on a state level. I assume your position is more you've been given guidance on what's approved and then you just go make it happen. Yeah, I mean, there are, you know, like every every level of government, I mean, there are, are rules, laws that govern the way that a city operates, what it can and cannot do. So, you know, within that framework, um, I operate within that framework. So you've got the laws out there and, um, you know, the responsibilities for, for carrying out those laws are my responsibility as well. But then... Um, Really, we're going back and forth to council periodically and saying, okay, here's an initiative we want to pursue. We want to pursue it in the context of what the state law allows. How do we want to do it in Charlestown? And they say, well, you know, in Charlestown, you know, we think you ought to do X. And again, that's pushed back to the city manager, and, uh, and I work with the city staff to basically carry that out. So, for example... Um, for us, one of the things we're talking about is a noise ordinance in the city of Charlestown. Okay. So we're, we're, we're trying to encourage downtown development. We're trying to encourage a thriving downtown district. And one of the things we've learned is that our city noise ordinance, law ordinance, same difference, basically says you can't make any noise that disturbs a neighboring property owner. Well, if you've got bars and downtown nightlife, sure. clearly that's going to have some impact. So that's a, an example of where we've heard from the business district that our current noise ordinance doesn't work. You know, they're trying to do live entertainment in an outdoor space. And so I then go back to city council and say, hey, are you, are you interested in, uh, in kind of reconsidering where the Charlestown law is on this? And here's what the law is. Here's what we're hearing from the business community. Let's talk about what the, the best option for us might be going forward. Okay, so... Again, and I know every time I podcast something, I end up making myself look like a big dummy, but I, I always repeat myself, but for the most part, to drive it home, you are a liaison to the city council on the operations of the city. Absolutely. That's yes. awesome. Yes. Okay. All right. So how long have you been the city manager for Charlestown? So I've been in Charlestown since November of 2017, so just a little over two years now. Okay. And you moved here from where? Central Ohio. So I was uh, working at the state level in economic development, state of Ohio. And you live in town, right? I do. In yeah. fact, I think I'm one of the few city managers, um, at least most recently. It's been a while since one of the Charlestown city managers has lived in town. So I live four blocks from downtown. Awesome. That's great. Um, what challenges have you seen, um, not, not being negative, but what challenges have you seen in taking your position that has uh, that you've you've eventually become successful at, what, what are some things you're proud of? Well, I'm 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 definitely proud of what we're doing with our downtown. Mm -hmm. uh, when I arrived, we didn't have our comprehensive plan in place. We now have a comprehensive plan. Hold on we, a second. Can you describe what a comprehensive plan is? Yeah. So with our through our community development department, basically the comprehensive plan outlines where the city sees itself in the next 25 years or so. So it's it's a planning tool that uh, gives you some direction. It's directional. It doesn't necessarily dictate all of, the, uh, all of the things that you have to do, but it basically says, you know, our goal 25 years from now as a community is to be X. So got your comprehensive pl pl plan into place, and so now part of the thing we're trying to do is carry out that plan. And I had referenced a little bit earlier that we have this, um, you know, focus on our downtown. 
And so we're particularly proud of the fact that we've been able to get a downtown coordinator in place. We found a way to fund that position, but also um, she's working closely with the businesses, the property owners, um, our downtown organizations, and bringing, uh, we think, uh, even greater life to what's happening in our downtown. You're referring to Liz Cook. I am, Liz yeah. Cook, yes. She has really come into her own. It's, yes. been, it's been great to see because I'm involved with some events that are downtown, and I don't currently have a business downtown, like a retail spot, but I have in the past. And she has really taken it, she's taken the reins strong. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm working with her right now on um, if and when we're going to put together a 5K or not for that, for the West Virginia Day. Sure. Which we've struggled with um, trying to determine a new course. I want it to be safe. I have a lot of risk management background, and I, 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 yep. I approached her on it. And she really had things under control based on the point in which I was in the planning process. And I was like, oh, good. This is, this is awesome. Yeah. And at one point, it's funny, I was like, Liz, uh, who do I need to talk to to get this course approved or my, uh, voice my concerns? She's like, oh, you talk to me. I said, no, no, Liz. <laughs> Liz. I know I got to talk to um, the uh, – the na uh, names are escaping me. But, like, I know the chief. Like, I got to get with the chief. I have to get with uh, – um, yeah, our street superintendent, probably. What, what's his name again? Todd Wilt. Exactly. I knew it was Todd. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. I think it was Todd. She's like, no, no, you talk to me. I'll put it together with Todd. And then we'll get all the right people together so they know the stuff. I'm like, oh, wait, so you're doing my job now? <laughs> and before she was around, you had to hustle and you had to get to these big meetings. Yeah. And you had to iron these things out. And now she's really streamlined the process. So that's awesome having her there. Yeah. Um, as, as a business owner who wants to have um, events downtown. So... Yeah, and we definitely have seen, uh, you know, increasing turnout at the downtown events as a result of having the Main Street Coordinator in place. And, and like I said, one of the challenges we had is that, uh, you know, the downtown organizations and business owners, you know, they're trying to run a business every single day. Right. You know, they don't have time to be coordinating something like this, but surely they benefit from it when you bring three, five, ten thousand people into our downtown. And so that's why, again, we're, we're proud of the fact that we're, we've been able to bring some some structure around that and we're supporting our, our businesses in a way that we hadn't done in the past. That's really great. Yeah. Um, how many staff members do you manage? So I think there are about ten people now in City Hall when you think about that. We've got uh, an additional three with our Public Works Department. Um, Hold on a second there. So Public Works that covers streets yeah so that's basically yeah all the public space okay. in the community it's the it's maintaining that public space streets uh, sidewalks where the city has a responsibility our parks program they maintain the facilities um, the the street trees so that includes so tree trimming yeah mowing mm -hmm. like small tree trimming mowing yep. watering yep. the flowers on main street yep Right. Snow yep. plowing? Yep. We, well, we do contract out for some of these services, but yeah, that's an example. They're still responsible for overseeing it, but they oversee a contractor. Three guys do. Case. Three guys. That sounds daunting. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Okay. So then, um, is Public Works also like sewer or water? So, yeah, Public Works, a lot of communities think of that as being their, their sewer and water system as well, but for not, not for us. Okay. Uh, the sewer and water system is under the Charlestown Utility Board, and that's actually a staff of about 30 today. So they're not city employees, actually, are a separate entity. Okay. But they do have a reporting relationship up through the city. City manager serves as the uh, chair of the utility board. So, it's, you know, each community has its own structure, if you will. But So, yeah, you've got, you've got the 15 or so that are connected to City Hall. You've got 30 or so that are connected to our utility department. 
and then you've got another uh, 15, 16 that are connected to the police department. So, you know, that's somewhere in the neighborhood of 60 or so okay. city employees providing all of those services. Cool. I think I only have two or three more points I want to get across about learning about this position. Um, I guess one would be, of course, now that I've said that, they're slipping my mind. Um, but how does one know they are um, a good candidate for a city manager position? What kind of experience would you yeah. think that somebody who can do the job the way that you can, what kind of background would they have? Yeah. Well, my background, I do have a master's degree in public administration, um, undergraduate degree in communications. Not that you have to have that kind of a background. But a lot of people do come out of a public administration or a public policy um, uh, education. Most people that are city managers do have a degree of some sort, um, and probably an increasing number have a, a graduate level degree. Not Again, not that it's required. And every community might be looking for something different. I mean, our, our neighboring jurisdiction here, Ranson, I mean, their prior city manager was a lawyer. So um, again, that's a great skill set to have when basically one of the responsibilities is to help administer the city's laws. But um, so something in that kind of a field is generally a good place to start. Community development planning might be another profession that you could grow out of and become a city manager. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you, what you've got to learn are the soft skills because sure. you know, really managing relationships to uh, to get things done is a large part of what a city manager does. I mean, I, again, I've got you've got a police department that basically goes out to make sure that the streets are safe. You've got a utility staff to make sure that the water is clean and that it's uh, uh, cleaned up again before it goes into Evitt's uh, run. Uh, so you don't need somebody with those kinds of skills. You really need somebody who can help pull it all together, communicate effectively with city council. Um, in a way that they understand what the key decision points are and that they can make a good decision and report that back. Um, so, you know, I, I think the communication is an important skill. Again, relationship building, those types of things. Uh, you want to have some technical background, but again, it, you can come from a different, a different perspective than I think still be a, an, an effective city manager. Okay. Um, how hard is it to get a hold of the city manager, and why would I... Why would I contact you? Yeah. <clears throat> well, hopefully it's not that hard to get a hold of the city manager. Um, so to get a hold of me, I mean, you can simply email me at citymanager at charlestownwv.us, and that email comes directly to me. Uh -huh. um, the city phone number is 304-725-2311. Uh, if that comes in, that'll go to my assistant, and she can get it directly to me. Um, or you can go online, the city's website, charlestownwv.us, and uh, there's an opportunity for you to contact us. So having said that, I mean, there are multiple ways, or you can even come down to City Hall. Sure. 101 East Washington Street here in Charlestown. So, um, you know, there are lots of ways that you can contact me. You know, why would you want to contact your city manager? Well, hold uh, on. Before you answer that, I guess let me give you a little bit of background. I'm, I find that people on city council, the mayor... Mm -hmm. City manager. These are titles that I would I had assume most of the population assume is too busy for me, mm -hmm. or this might sound weird, like just just too above me, mm -hmm. and they're dealing with things that are beyond my understanding. So even though I have an issue like a pothole, mm -hmm. or I have an issue people speeding on my mm -hmm. road, or I have an issue, um, there's why do I keep losing power? 
mm-hmm. who even knows yeah. how do i know when it's a question for you yeah yeah well i mean any of those questions i mean those are great those are three great examples i mean those are not the kinds of questions that daily that i'm I'm resolving the problem. I mean, usually there's a member of the team that's working on any one of those okay. uh, issues at any given time. But they're also hard to find, me- meaning not, not hard to find in that they're busy. You, may, you may not understand the organizational structure yet in terms of how to contact them. Plus, you know, you want your streets department out there working on that pothole, right? You don't sure. want them sitting by the phone waiting for the phone call. Uh, or the police department doing whatever, or the utility department doing whatever. And anyway, so, um, you know, you... Uh, I think any issue that concerns you about the way the city is being run uh, or any concern that you have about um, about how the city is spending its money, I think, are certainly appropriate questions to send to the city manager. And um, again, while I may not be the person that will ultimately answer it for you, at least one, I'll know that it's a neighborhood concern and that I'm addressing that or directing that to the right person, but also I'm beginning to understand what the emerging issues might be so I can communicate that to city council. and we can take appropriate action if we need to. Okay, last question. Um, another, another one of the reasons why I wanted to inform people about your position or things that are going on in the community is there, sends, there tends to be a trend of reacting. I'm so mad the sidewalks are busted or mm-hmm. I'm so mad they're closing Washington Street when they're gonna have a festival and it's gonna put all those cars on my street. I'm so grumpy about something else. I want to encourage people to not be so reactionary and to mm-hmm. be more proactive. Yeah. What would you encourage people that want to get involved and help make change or to influence the directions of things in the city? What kind of committees or boards can you recommend that they look to join? Yeah. Well, the city's got a lot of boards and commissions, um, and we're always looking for people to, uh, to serve on those. And, um, I mean, right now, at this particular point in time, I know we've got five vacancies on our boards and commissions that we've just advertised looking for people. They, they range from uh, Historic Preservation, the Historic Landmarks Commission, to our Planning Department, uh, Planning Commission, which basically does uh, new developments in the city of Charlestown, to our Board of Zoning Appeals, which is really, you know, the technical details about, you know, where can I put that... Um, uh, that garage in my or my that accessory unit in my in my backyard or the shed, if you will. So uh, there are always great opportunities for doing that. If you go to the city's website, go under boards and commissions, you're going to find all of those opportunities, uh, all of the boards and commissions that exist in the city. I'm sorry, and where was that again? That's so. If you go to the city's website okay, address, okay. you'll you'll find it under um, I think under government under boards and commissions there. So so that's certainly one way to get involved. Absolutely, and I think what. Um, you know, not everybody wants to serve on a board. I mean, maybe that's not always the appropriate way. Uh, but, you know, you want to do some volunteer work and you want to get connected to our parks program. And, you know, again, reaching out to City Hall, reaching out to me, I mean, I can get you connected to the right people to do that kind of stuff. So um, there is also an opportunity to, to come into every city council meeting and express a concern. Uh, the, every council meeting begins with an opportunity for the public to share that concern. And they can be anything from the pothole to the you know the power in my neighborhood doesn't work to people are speeding down my streets to you know I think our education system you know needs some improvement now again not all of those things can be addressed by council but it gives you an opportunity to get in front of your elected officials and express some concern about that and also then get you connected to to the people that can get you a solution awesome so so Dale I guess what we've learned here is that you are the chief administrative officer to the for the town 
you are the liaison between the operations of how the town is operating in city council and the mayor. Um, you help with the programming to not only, um, I guess, but the program that benefits the businesses downtown, but um, also throughout the other parts of the, of the city. Um, you are accessible, mm -hmm. email, phone call, and if somebody has a concern with how the town is being run, they can reach out to you and you can put them in touch with somebody if it's not specifically your department. Um, you're at this time in charge of approximately 60 people-ish, somewhere in that range, with what, what it takes to run this town. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you want to get involved, if you want to make a difference in your community, you can start by volunteering for a committee or a board. Or if you think you're a good city council member candidate, I would imagine if I was going to run for city council or was considering it, I might have a sit down with you mm -hmm. and just discuss what's going on. Sure. I mean, to be in the know for real. Um, so I guess for the most part, that answers all my questions. Is there anything that you would want to say or promote about what's going on in the town? Yeah. Well, Kevin, you've done a great job of explaining what a city manager does, so, or summarizing what a city manager does, so I appreciate that. Um, you know, again, we're, we're proud of all the things that we're doing here in the city of Charlestown. Uh, really think that we're on the right uh, path in terms of creating a, a vibrant downtown, a, um, a thriving neighborhoods, uh, a connected community. So, uh, you know, we, uh, we welcome the input from, uh, from your listeners and uh, you know, hope you come to Charlestown if you haven't been here already. That's great, Dale. Thanks for bringing it down for Brackens. I feel like I learned something. I hope the listeners did too. Thanks a lot. Mm -hmm. Thanks. This podcast is brought to you by City National Bank in Ransom, West Virginia. I am Melissa Knott and manage both of our Jefferson County locations. Our Charlestown location is located on George Street in Charlestown, and the Ransom location is located in the Potomac Marketplace Shopping Center. City National Bank is a full-service community bank that provides an array of financial services. We offer a range of free checking accounts and savings products for both consumer and business customers. City National Bank offers competitive low-rate and low-cost lending products for both business and personal needs. Come and talk to me or one of my team members and get products and services that are tailored to fit your schedule and help you to achieve your financial goals. I can be reached at both the Ransom and Charlestown locations. Check out our website at www.bankatcity.com.